What's going on, everybody, and welcome to What the Film Corps podcast number 13. I'm James Paul Shepard, and here with me today is Dylan Painter. We back in this, baby. And our guest for the second time, we got Jimmy Lombardo from Lomo Media. They actually let me back. Holy. Wow. Thanks, guys. <laughs> on this episode, we'll be talking about Dune, talking about what Film Corps Digital's up to, and getting off topic. So let's get into it. So what's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing today? What's up? It's doing good well. to have uh, Jimmy back on the uh, podcast. Appreciate you having yes. me, guys. Appreciate it. Always, always a pleasure to be on What the Film Core. I enjoy it. Dude, I need as much time with Jimmy and James as possible. So this mm-hmm. is great. Oh, yeah. This nice. is good. It's a nice yeah. reunion to come back mm-hmm. and and have uh, our good friend uh, with us over here. So and I'm excited, maybe, guys. Maybe a better movie. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Last one, last one. Uh, eh. Which um, one were you? Which one did you do? Oh, it was uh, the reminiscence. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. see, we yeah. we forgot about we even did that podcast. Yeah. I don't forget about it because every day Facebook lets me know. It shows me, hey, remember this? It's like a, it's like like one of those little yeah. ad things you want to pay to promote this podcast. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't want to promote that one at all. Nope. <laughs> Uh, uh jimmy what's going on over there in lomo oh man we are continuing to be busy we just released a episode of the lomo show that bridged more into like almost a short film uh, with the cult uh and we also have a short i'm gonna call it a short film you can take it or leave it if it actually is we have a short film called open window coming out on uh halloween so it'll be coming out this weekend so either saturday or sunday depending on how editing going. So I'm excited about that. Uh, We moved our podcast to audio, and we got a special guest voice appearing on one of the last episodes of the Lomo Show. So I'm excited for that. Awesome. Yeah, I did like your... uh, Badger. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to read those lines. (laughs) Badger's like, wait a minute, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, dude, I liked the last one. I like the last uh, Thanks, last one you guys just released. It was really really well done. Appreciate that. Um, I was I was hoping for some because uh, I thought that was the Halloween one, so I thought it was going to be a little gory getting into there. But you got mm-hmm. the you got the Halloween one coming out um, on Halloween, so that's awesome. Dylan, how how have you been, man? Man, I've been drowning. <laughs> I'm yeah. not gonna lie, I've been drowning, yeah. man. It's just work. Um, I I started streaming on Twitch. We're doing really good. Double uh, O Badger underscore on Twitch, and um, it, it, it's good. But man, I, I really got spent. And so um, this week, I'm uh, gonna continue being spent. Um, I'm planning a trip to fly and see my brother in in the Dallas area, and. Um, things are good we're just i need i need a break from work is what i need but man as far as like here we're doing great um just rocking and rolling dude me and mrs badger you know Uh, that's awesome to hear what Uh, about yourself how how have you been (laughs) i'm in that same pool dude i am in that same pool (laughs) the water the water is up to here um 
I'm in my 30s and I forgot how to swim. So I'm, I'm working <laughs> on it. I'm trying. I'm trying. Same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we actually Wait, had like a half. swim? Yeah. <laughs> we actually got together a little before this podcast and we were talking about some stuff that we might do about us learning how to swim. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Filmcore Digital has been on hiatus lately. Uh, trying to get back in the groove of things where uh, I see I say we I say we like there's a team here um, I have the team of this guy so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to build something out of it but as of right now it's it's getting harder I started a day job an actual day job so uh, trying to balance that stuff out I know I, I don't know how these these young bucks out there do it Oh wait, they don't work. They get to <laughs> they get to do yeah. it without working. I was about um, to say I was about to say they probably have access to Adderall and I don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you if you can get us a prescription to that, go ahead and yeah. leave, leave a comment. <laughs> leave a comment. Yeah, yeah. If there's any doctors out there that could write a prescription, let us know. Oh uh, yeah, we could we could definitely use that. You would definitely see a lot more content from all Man. of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh but we're we're getting back into the groove of things um i'm sure. glad that we are getting back into this podcast we missed a couple uh episodes that we needed to some films that we didn't do i i didn't even go see the one that we were gonna do yet i'm gonna watch it eventually but uh 007. what was that one yeah the 007 um i didn't either but i'm going to um which is sad because double o is kind of a part of what i do <laughs> You would think, you would yeah. think, but I didn't. I didn't go see it. But I've heard. I've heard good things about it. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll have to check it out. Yeah, definitely, definitely watch that. Oh, there's so many. There, it's it's hard to keep Man. up watching the ones that I want to watch, opposed to the ones that get voted on here that I'll watch because it got voted. But and then it's like trying to find the time to watch the next one, the other one that you didn't get voted, but you want to watch it because that was the one you really wanted to watch. So <clears throat> trying to balance that stuff out. Definitely, definitely working on that. Um, I bought a metal detector. Nice. Uh, the only reason I bought a metal detector, if you haven't noticed, is I lost my wedding ring out in the yard. <laughs> I was uh, playing volleyball with the foster daughter and we were getting hitting the ball and stuff and i went to go swing at it really hard and my hand was sweaty and it just flew i don't even know i was out there for like a couple hours just apparently i have a lot of nickel in my like four to six inches underground um (laughs) i told my wife that there's probably going to be a lot of holes in our yard because this thing is telling me i got a lot of cool stuff in my yard so (laughs) hey man that's content brother that's content i know right you know Get Put that it, camera rolling. Set, yeah, set the camera up there, <laughs> and we just cut it going to, from hole to hole. Um, yeah, so let's uh, – yeah, Film Core Digital is going to get back into the groove of things. We're just with a day job trying to balance it out, but we're, we're, we're coming back. But you guys are here to know what we think about this movie, Dune. So, Dune is a feature adaptation of Frank Herbert's science fiction novel – about a son of a noble family entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy. Uh, screenplay written by John Spates, Denis Villeneuve, butchered, Eric Roth, and directed by Denis. 
There we go. Starring Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, and many other great actors. Stacked. Absolutely stacked. Oh, cast. yeah, dude. A lot in there. Um, Probably the biggest stacked cast that we've seen in a long time. In a while. Minus yeah. Marvel. Minus Marvel movies. I'm, you know. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, you can't count those. Um, Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> giving it, the critics giving it an 83%. But audience, us guys out here, giving it a 91%. So let's find out if it's actually a 91%. Um, we got a budget of $165 million. It's a pretty good budget for what they did for this film, which we're going to be talking about the, the visuals of this film. Um, so far... I was expecting that to be higher, though. I was. I was expecting it to be way higher. See, I was... <sighs> Because it looked like, seeing the trailer, it looked really good, and I wanted to see it, but I expected people not to want to go and it be lower. Like You're talking about the budget, right? On how yeah. much you spent? Yes. Mm -hmm. I, th I thought it was, it looked, from the trailer, it didn't look as high-end budget as I thought, like $165 million. Because what did we just do? Um, we just reviewed a movie that had a uh, Carnage. Carnage had a lower budget Carnage. than that. It way lower, and, yeah, yeah, and it had exactly, yeah, it was it was lower than 165 because I was amazed on mm -hmm. how low it was for the visuals that they did in there. But we talked about that last time. I didn't really care for the visuals um, that they did, right? And we we compared it to an old old Venom, but it's been out for what two three days now, and it's already at 147 million dollars worldwide. So it's almost Man. there in three days, paying back what they spent in to the movie. So. Right. That's I, I I feel like that's that's a really good job. Some movies yeah. it takes it takes a few weeks, maybe a couple months before they get close mm -hmm. to breaking even and then hitting that threshold. Uh Jimmy, being the guest, let's get some thoughts on this film, good man, sir. Man, I'm the one that has to break the ice on this film. You do. I think you that do. I think that Badger and I have, have the same feeling about uh, this film, and I'd be surprised if we didn't, but I think the wild card here is going to be James. I'm curious to see what you're saying, but without further ado, I absolutely love this movie, everybody. I loved every bit of this movie. I got to see it in theaters. I sat in a nice little comfy uh, reclining chair, and I absolutely loved it. I loved the way everything looked. I loved the acting in it, and I absolutely loved uh, the story. So, everybody else hate it. <laughs> But James, you go ahead, buddy. You go ahead. You all right, you want me to take the reins on this? I do. All right. Okay, so starting off, and if you've listened to the podcast, you know me. This movie visually was amazing. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Like I, I loved the color grade that they chose for all the scenes. It was amazing. I saw uh one critic talking about how it was not good on the color grading. They it was poorly picked. Really? I I feel like it was it was fantastic for the scene like the scene like for the for the sci fi esque movie that it is, I feel like that was perfect color grading. Um the the CG interacted with the actual environment and everything, the scene so well. Like when the ship came down, <clears throat> excuse me, when you first saw the ship come down and just the reflection in the, like, because you see films where they have the reflection in the water and it's like water, water. This was like little bit of puddles 
not like full water, just puddles here and there, and how it captured the reflection in that water mm -hmm. of each section of the ship that it should have been was just beautiful, man. I, I loved it. Um, I've never seen the original from 84. I, mm -hmm. I never read the book. So I can't compare I mean, yeah. this to either one of those. Like I've seen a lot of critics are comparing it to those two. Right. I, I I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But this one, dude, the the large acting cast that we were talking about just a minute ago, uh, fantastic. I think each one of them played their character really well. I'm not a fan of Batista. I I, I mean, not even not even as Drax. I mean. I guess he's all right because uh, he's the only person I've seen play him. But I don't, right. I don't really care for him as an actor. But I think he did really, I think he did really well in it. I mean, his scenes were short; they were small. I mean, it wasn't a huge role, but I think he did well. Um, Timothy as Paul, uh, like I felt like right when we first saw him in here, uh, like I, I liked his character. Like I felt mm -hmm. like he's very relatable. I could connect with him. Um, because he's like a prince or something of these people, like he's. It, but it didn't. Hey, it didn't seem that. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It didn't seem like he was like some films where you see where the prince or whatever is like arrogant and he's an a hole and he just felt like a right. normal person. Um, people liked him. Yeah, yeah. He was very, very yeah. likable, and I could connect with that. Now, the film did have some slow parts. Oh, it, yeah. did, it did have some parts where I was starting to doze off and I'm like, what's going on? Is this going to pick up? But what kept me going is the visuals. The visuals helped me like stay because I, me personally, I don't know if it's going to help everybody, but me personally, I liked looking at the visuals of films and seeing like just the color grading and this like the way everything interacts with the CG and that definitely kept me engaged. Um, so I would say, might be far-fetched, but I would say, visually, this is the best movie of this year. Hands down. I agree. Yeah, 100%. Best, best, like, the cinematography, everything was done so well in this movie. Some so. may say it might be the best movie this year altogether. I don't know who those people would be. Might be <laughs> me, but some of them. Mm -hmm. See, I, I would <laughs> say, like, I almost... I almost said that, but some of the the plot and the story, I just it it it, it drug it just it, I couldn't I couldn't follow the whole story if it wasn't for the visuals, <clears throat> like if it was just a plot, like if they were just in the sand and it was just blah, I I probably wouldn't have yeah no, I hear you st stayed awake, but um definitely definitely a visually great movie of the year. What about mm -hmm. you, Dylan? So I definitely agree with you. I I think one of the best things about this movie was the cinematography, the way it was shot. Um, it was literally like really captivating shots. Um, and I'll be honest, that's the only good thing I have to say about the movie. Whoa! I thoroughly did not enjoy Dang. it. Dang. I I'm serious. I. So we watched it at my friend's home theater, which is not just a, like a TV in a room. It's a hundred inch screen. It, it was, it, he's got literally Dolby surround sound. It was, it's like a personal theater. So I don't think it had anything to do with me not being in a theater. Cause you know, it's on HBO max. That's how I saw it. 
and um, we all we we had to pause about an hour and a half in because uh, one of the viewers is is a pregnant female and she was like I have to go pee and I looked around and I was like am I the only one that doesn't know what's going on? And they were like, I'm so glad you say that this story sucks. It I'm, I'm serious. None, all four of us were like, that was too long of a movie, two and a half hours to barely explain anything. The second half of the Whoa. movie was okay. The, yeah. So I'm very surprised. I know I had to surprise you. D- Badger's Whoa. the critical one in this. I, I give it a five out of 10. The only reason Whoa. I give it five is because the cinematography and the visuals the acting, awesome. Act, acting, cinematography, visuals, awesome. Too bad it didn't have a sub- story to support it. Man, that's crazy. I'm over here thinking, like, I'm, like, saying, like, dude, I got, that's nuts. Because I think this might be the best film I've seen in the last five years. Goodbye. This is the last time <laughs> Lomo Media will be on this show. That's uh, crazy. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. I think I, if the second one does a little more explaining on things Mm -hmm. um and maybe this is a movie what i felt like it was a movie meant for the people that read the book and saw the first one which neither one of us did which shows me that no i'm i'm incorrect in that because you guys liked it more than i did um i'll be honest man i i would not recommend i would probably someone go recommend this movie but i would say if you get an hour and a half in and you don't like it get up and go because it's way too dang long to not explain anything. Like, I think if it was two hours long, I'd been like, okay, but that two and a half hours, dude, I was worn out. And, and still by the end of it, I was like, dude, it like barely explained anything. Like that's crazy though. That's like, it's weird that like two people are like, like, that's a great thing about talking about films. And that's a great thing mm -hmm. about doing like podcasts and stuff. It's like, it would, it would kind of suck if like all three of us had the same, this is interesting because like, I felt like when I left it, maybe it's just the way that I was, I felt like, like I understood how the story and maybe it's because I just got invested into the, uh, these characters and maybe mm-hmm. like, I'm looking forward to like a part two. I definitely agree though. It is a little bit longer than it needed to be. I will, yeah. I, I will side with you on that. Oh Man. yeah, definitely. I, it should have, it so, should have cut shorter because like I said, like, like I mentioned hours. too. Yeah, it would, they did have long drawn out, scenes that just mm-hmm. didn't make sense but i mean the I, I can't agree i can't agree with you about the not having a story because the story is there mm. i just I mean, feel like i don't feel like he was backed up well i i don't feel like that it was like literally the most that we learned about the outside world was through his little stupid tapes I was like, you, yeah, bro. but that was about, that was about Archaic or whatever that planet's called. That's what he was learning about. Right. Yeah. And which is like a kind of a big part of the movie, you know, like we didn't, we didn't learn anything about these people's religion. Like it threw around these words, like to, to kind of hint that like they think that he and his mother are like the Messiah. Um, and I don't know, man, I just, oh, that's weird. Cause I feel like, I feel like we learned a lot about the Furman. We've like understood like how they like interacted and why their eyes were blue. And then when we I mean, first yeah, meet, we... Uh, and when we meet that mother that does the test, we kind of learn more about the religion, which is the same. So like in my eyes, like that whole thing there is the religion that they uh, believe, but we're seeing it happen like right on the screen. 
Hmm. Okay. I don't know, man. Maybe I need to give it another shot, but I, uh, all four of us, I'm not kidding you, me, my buddy Marcus, his wife Katie, and my wife, all four of us were like, meh, all four of us. And she was like, maybe we were just not invested. And I was like, I don't know, man. We, were, we weren't doing anything else. We were watching the movie. We weren't talking. You know, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It just it didn't hit me like that. I was like, man, this is way too long. My wife fell asleep. She really? woke up and was like... She was like, what happened after they crashed? She she fell asleep when they drew, went into that storm, you know, yeah. him and his mom. And uh, I will say that I really like that power, the remover gag, you know, that that voice. That, that kind of scared cool. me, though. That kind of yeah, scared when me first, at times. Yeah, you first heard it? Yeah, it was like... The old lady? Yeah, because I don't get... Oh, dude, like, yeah, Neil. Like, I don't get scared yeah. at, like, horror movies at all, but that actually, like, I jumped when I first heard that. I was like, holy... Like, that... And then you hear his mom do it in the like in that plane, and the I was plane? like, "Geez, yeah, yeah." I mean, and the thing there were cool things. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, good. I, I just I like that. I like the. I mean, I think I like the story. I just don't feel like the movie told it good enough. I really don't. Yeah. I I don't know. The thing that I liked about the the voice is the power like it's the like she even mentioned it in there it's the pitch you have to have to to use it it's not just something they can do you have to right. learn the pitch of it but the thing that i didn't like was the consistency of the power so when they're when the mom and the son are in the plane which hold on let's talk about that real quick those freaking dragonfly helicopters were awesome awesome yeah amazing those things were i, loved I want those real helicopters yeah those Every things were technology sweet. in there it was like it made it futuristic but still like we could picture that in real life that's what i really oh, yeah. liked about all the technology yeah with the, that part that they're in there yeah so when they're when they're in there and they do it the voice it's like it's like the jedi it's like jedi um so they tell them to do something and they do it now when the old lady did it the way that they visually made it seem is she did telekinesis or telekin telekinesis where you control stuff no telekinesis is when you make mind control telekinetic right. where she, it looked like she when she said get over here pulled oh, him no. over like he drifted over and then she said get to your knees and like made him go down so like the consistency of that i was like wait do they actually is it telekinetic where they can control well, I think it might be power levels Jedi. though I was That's just okay. about to say maybe okay. it's maybe yeah. It's I don't think right. I don't like I don't think it's meant to be uh, consistent. I think she is the most powerful, so she can actually do that. And then like his mom is like the mid tier where yeah. she can like do it there, and then he's kind of like that, like barely able to do it. I think it's like I think it's like yeah. a scale. I don't think it's just like like a power like you can fly. I think it's a, I understand. I think it's yeah. a scale. Yeah, that's what I was sure. like. I didn't know like. I mean, because, yeah, they made it look like she's actually telekinetic and can control, and then they can just do the Jedi, these are not the droids you're looking for thing. Um, but speaking of the future that you just said, Badger, this is set in the future. Holy cow. So this book was written a long time ago, like 50-something years ago. Yeah. So mm -hmm. to have it set, it is set in the year 10,000, 191 mm -hmm. almost 8,000 years from now to think of that back then like I just thought that was amazing because like when we watch movies cool. growing up they're like future 2022 like and yeah. they go 2049 and it's like holy crap to think that far in the future 
It, I thought I thought it was amazing. Um, I did watch the trailer for Dune, the one shot in 1984. Yeah, we did too. And, <laughs> oh my god, dude! Did you see? Okay, so one one effect that I love from this movie is their body shields. I want I want to recreate that. That is so freaking awesome. Knew it, I, knew it. Yeah, I knew right? you were gonna say that. Taryn and I both said it. She goes, "I bet." She goes, "I bet." Film Core wants to do that shield. I, I want to do. It is so awesome. But in that trailer of the '84 one, did you see how they did the shields? Did you pay oh, attention? I, how didn't. They did? I didn't watch it. Oh my god, dude! Was it bad? It, oh, it is so bad. It is so <laughs> bad. It's just like, like square, like red squares over their body, like transparent squares, just covering them and. Oh man, that was so, directed by David Lynch, though, wasn't it? Yes, it yep. was that a David, David Lynch movie. Yes, yes, that that was. Which I love um, David Lynch. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was wondering. Yeah, there. I mean, apparently it's a good movie because a lot of critics are saying that that one was better than this one, and this one is it. actually not an adaptation of the book; it's actually a remake of that one. So gotcha, I like okay. I like I wanted to watch like I, I think I might sit down and watch it even though the visuals I'm are watch it. so hard to too. watch. But uh, so I mean, that I thought that was cool to see how far like technology and visual effects have come from back then. Mm -hmm. It was it was it's it's amazing. But there is one quote that I think I'm gonna get on a poster now, um, from this movie that Jason Momoa said, which I thought was freaking awesome is mm -hmm. dreams make good stories but the important things happen when we are awake mm -hmm. yes sir. i thought that was awesome i think that i think that takes like i think that's a, a quotable thing to put up on the wall that was really yeah. really good quote i think you're i think so too it um uh, in about you know segue into jason momoa um after seeing uh aquaman i really thought that he was a crappy actor turns out aquaman is just a garbage movie aquaman uh, is a very <laughs> bad movie and i will die on that hill yeah. i will yeah. die aquaman <laughs> is a terrible movie it and really I, is because jason moma acted the crap out of that movie he was amazing he's probably my favorite character dude that part yeah but doesn't that make it his, mm. yeah but that makes it worse though now now that we know we could see this in this movie, how good of an actor he was, and just know that he was carrying that whole film. You're like, wow, that movie he was, was even carrying worse. Yeah. Like that, like that was worse. <laughs> yeah, that movie, the the animated, like I even said this when it came out, and we went and seen that. The animated version of Aquaman, Arthur Curry and everything, the animated DC one, was way better. Way better. Way better. <laughs> I mean, it was almost the exact same movie. They tried to like mimic the movie and make it live action. But the, the animated, and I've said that from day one, you've heard this podcast, DC cannot make a good movie. They can make animated movies out the wazoo, but they cannot make a good live action movie. Right. Except for the Batman and, series. I think those are amazing. Um, but the, I haven't seen a, yeah. I, haven't see, I haven't seen, me personally, I haven't seen a DC movie that I would be like, oh, that's a freaking awesome movie. Oh, the new right. Suicide Squad. Oh. Not oh, even, yeah. not even that one. We, yeah. we did, we I mean, did the I podcast it, on that one. Yeah. yeah I liked it. it, it I just... mean, it's, it wasn't. Yeah. But it, you know, that, the, the, that just goes back to the cast, the star, the stacked cast in this movie, man, every single one of them did amazing. Like, I mean, yeah. it, they really like, I, I, I was floored with the acting in this movie and, you know, I guess I don't have. The only negative thing that I have to say is like I just wasn't captured by the story. Yeah. That's that's me. So, but the, the I feel like if it, maybe if I give it another chance, you know, I don't know. 
I got a question for you, and I think, and yeah. I think, I think I figured out where uh, the differences lie. What What were your expectations going into the film? I had none. I, I don't know anything about Dune. Oh, and so you weren't I, like you weren't thinking it was going to be like a really good movie? No, my, I mean, my, I was like, mm. I thought it was going to be terrible. I went in with the oh, lowest okay. of low expectations. I thought it was going to be the worst movie I've seen all year. I thought when I see, because I have a thing, when I see a two and a half hour like runtime and a cast, I like this. I'm like, oh, oh, it's a money grab. That's all it is. And I went gotcha. in with the lowest expectations. I remember I had my popcorn. I put that recliner all the way back. I was like, if I fall asleep, I fall asleep, whatever. And I was like, I walked out of there. I was like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Like I literally was like, I I knew that I knew that it just looked epic. I, I really liked the trailers because I was like, ooh, I like a trailer that doesn't really tell me much. But I mm. don't like the movie did not tell me very much. I wanna know. I don't know. I just really felt like they could have done more in explaining those Harkins. And yeah, they didn't really. And maybe we're not yeah. meant to know right now. Maybe we're yeah. not meant to know right well, now. Yeah. But it was just like, I don't know. It was just. Like well, maybe you'll like uh, the part we left the planet the two. and then yeah maybe the maybe the part two kind of well, well that's what Denny was saying is it uh, this is not a there's no like end to this film there's no like real big explanation there's no big story to this one I mean there's a story there but it's not like because he he's want he wanted the number two like he even mentioned when he was doing this one right off the get-go there will be a number two because he wants the everything to be covered that the story covers but it says so, it okay. even at the beginning of the film i don't know if part you guys one. saw it but it says part yeah like it says part, part one one and the studio hasn't even greenlit the like the second one yet yep which is wow. the crazy part but if you listen to him talk to james's point he said this like movie is intended to be a world builder it's mm -hmm. to build it's uh, to build the foundation and that's all this movie was intended so that might be why like it some people say it lacks in story lacks in like mm -hmm. like like meat because it was just meant to build the box and then i think like as uh, this franchise goes on we'll start to learn more and more and maybe get into the actual meat of this like world so perhaps back on back to my argument are you gonna how can you be lacking in a story when it's meant to build like I but just, it did. Feel like, did did uh, the did the end not make you want to see more well, of yeah. what's going on? Yeah, I mean that, oh, that's yeah. for sure. That was the whole point of the movie. I mean, yes, the slow, slow. There are. I mean, the story there for for me. I mean, I I followed the mm -hmm. story of what was going on, um, but like the end, it made you want to see that part too. It left you. It, I mean, they purposely said they're going to do that, but it left you. I usually hate movies. Hate movies. That, do that don't that they leave you on a cliffhanger and they don't tell you what's going on because right. a majority of the time they don't give you a sequel like they don't it, it just ended there because they leave it for possibility but the sequel never gets greenlit and greenlit mm -hmm. yeah so but i mean it did as soon as that as soon as him at the end no that i mean i was like oh dude i can't wait for the second one Especially if they keep it with the same cinematographer, same visual effects house that they went through, um, it, it like that movie was eye pleasing for sure. Oh yeah, it, it, I I definitely agree with that. Can I talk about my biggest gripe with this film? What's up? <laughs> Please, I've griped enough. Um, 
So this world is set in the year 10,191. There's big uh -huh. ships. It is like the most futuristic thing. Why is everybody named Paul and Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> Like why? Why is our why is our main character named Paul? Why it is the year? Like you want my opinion? The guy lives on Caladan. Like come on, like, why is it Paul? I think that a lot of this movie is uh, biblical influence. Yep. Oh, and at naming a main character after the Apostle Paul that that a world of people believe him and his mother are the Messiah. I got heavy heavy. That uh, makes sense. I didn't even biblical think about that. influences yeah. from that movie, which is not a bad thing. Well, so, I mean, you know, on that on that note, that Frank Herbert that he did, yep. he based it on For the sure. Islamic, and uh, yep. I think it was shot over in Jordan. Majority of the food uh, film was shot in Jordan in Abu Dhabi right. desert yeah. or something. So, I mean, yeah, it said mm -hmm. he did mention that it was influenced on that aspect of it so but i mean they could have just ran out of names and just went with normal duncan name. idaho <laughs> well what, what's the what's the uh what was what's his name um brolin or not brolin brolin like was gunnery or Jenry. uh javier was stilgar yeah stilgar. Like, i mean those like are future cool. names. yeah like Jenry and stilgar like i'm here for that <laughs> Paul, and Lito, and Jessica, Duncan? like Duncan. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on that. I have a gripe like that too. So it's you know ten thousand these sacred palm trees, and you got to water them by hand, bro. That's another one. Yeah. Yeah. I will have to see the <laughs> the ladle. Yeah. Um, so, and I know that James really liked it, but it's like in the first five minutes, I was like, oh, another ship. Oh, another ship. Oh, a different kind of ship. Oh, look, another ship. <laughs> How many different chips did they show well, in the first like six minutes of this movie? Yeah, and I mean they got to make it, it futuristic. Was to, yeah, but and it was show cool. Fastness. Yeah, but uh, like, did anybody else get the tremors vibe when they first saw oh, the sandworm? Oh yes, I was like, I literally <laughs> tremors. Go, That's the biggest tremor I've ever seen. Yeah, and the thing is, is like how it comes out and everything. It's like rip off of tremors for sure. Mm -hmm. But well, I mean, I mean the, I the book was written way before, yeah. Way before Trimmers, yeah. Well, let's talk about some things, though. If we want to talk, and this is a hot take. I don't know how everybody's feel is a, about Star Wars. Like, are we Star Wars fans here? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, oh, this yeah. this book, like, influenced Star Wars, like, 100%. Oh, yeah. Like, there's so many, like, ripoffs from this book in, like, Star Wars. You're like, wow. When you watch yep. this, I was like, wow, they took a lot from this book. Mm-hmm. And a that's lot. the thing too. I was telling somebody I'm seeing this movie and it's gonna be on podcast, and they're like, "Oh, is that that uh that 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 Star Wars movie?" I'm like, "It has nothing to do with Star Wars." They're like, "Oh, I saw the trailer. I thought it was a Star Wars movie." No, it's not. It's not a prequel, sequel. Nothing. It's not, it has nothing to do with Star Wars. But yeah, I could see where you you watch it and you're thinking it has yeah, something I mean, to do with Star the Wars. the two like moons and every oh, like, yeah. wow, this is some heavy. Yeah. But talking about visuals real quick, did you, like, I think one of my favorite visuals interacting was when the the worm came up and looked at Paul, was sitting there staring at Paul. I mean, that, it was cool to see the worm, and it kind of looked like an eye, like the eye looked like yes. an iris, the way that the, it was looking. Yes. But the my favorite part of that scene 
is when the worm went back down in the sand and the sand like i want to look it up and i want to find out if if the sand was actual cg or if they actually had something where the sand was because the way that that just flew like water coming up on that rock was it was amazing it was so That's visually funny. appealing. I know exactly I, I what loved you're it. talking about. It looked like like water, like how yeah. it, when he went back in, it displaced it, and then it kind of came back in. Yeah, it's interesting. And to me, I don't know about you guys, but there wasn't one part of the film that felt green screen to me. No, I know they used a no. lot of green screen on there, but it did not. It didn't no, feel like right. it didn't feel like it at all. No, I was I like, wow. Even the scene where he he like he got saved from the sand and they're in the 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 dragonfly copper chopper thing, like mm-hmm. when he's holding them there and it's like looking out in the distance. That did not even feel like, like it felt like it was shot right there. Right. So so they kudos they did a great job on the visuals in this film. Yeah. So we got two for sure. Really liked it. One not not so much he wouldn't recommend it i mean I but like we say it, but yeah yeah we say go see a film anyways we don't we don't yeah. want to be the reason you don't see a film we just give you an idea of what's going mm-hmm. on in the film um but i, I just I don't like want to tell you you're going to be 100 percent happy at two and a half hours later you might be oh like, yeah oh, i mean I, I mean i should have done laundry that's i, I mean that's what i said about uh <laughs> venom I, I didn't i didn't mm-hmm. think it was very uh, it wasn't a great movie uh but it was not as long so i mean i, I feel like if venom was that long i i, I would have watched it i would have had to Ooh, that <laughs> was a yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah so definitely go check out that podcast if you guys want to know what we thought about the venom movie uh but yeah it was uh some fun facts so let's get some fun facts i got some fun facts about this film it was really cool to uh, know that the composer of this film, Hans Zimmer, that did all nice. the scoring and stuff for this, what, he actually was a huge fan of the novel growing up. So he turned down uh, Timothy or Christopher Nolan's Tenet to do the score for this, which is wow. which is which is really cool. So he 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 turned that that film down. Which that's another film I. It didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. Eh, it was. I didn't care for that tenant film. Bad movie. Yeah, it was. Oh, I didn't cool see concept. It. Awesome concept. Movie. No, I definitely go see it if you want to know what's going on. Don't see it if you want to save some time and not know what's going on. Um, and <laughs> okay. <laughs> and 1984, uh, Dune, the Harkonnens were depicted as red hair so everybody the harkonnens in there were all redheads and this one they're all depicted as bald people so none of them have mm-hmm. hair which uh i feel like the year 10,000 we we figured out how to get rid of the hair loss and everybody's got hair but apparently not we don't um, need so, to talk about hair loss anymore james i don't know why we're bringing this up on the podcast <laughs> uh, well, I, it, well I, a- I thought it was something that they were doing because they didn't even have eyebrows yeah so it like, i mean or if they did I, guess, I couldn't see them yeah so apparently they don't have hair in ten thousand. um yeah, so this everybody so this movie premiered 101 years after frank herbert was born it took place 56 years after herbert wrote the story and 37 years after the first dune movie in 84. Mm. So I thought that was interesting and in how they 
like 101 years after he was born, they made an awesome movie about it. I can't say they didn't make an awesome movie about the first one because I I didn't see the first one. I feel like in 84, those graphics would have been amazing. I was only one years old, so I don't know. It would have been awesome to me, I guess. Um, So they do have a part two um, of this film, and they're already doing a series. They're doing the Dune series um, for this. Oh, no. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what I, how I feel about that. Cause it's Too like, much. Too yeah. Much. How do you, how do you have the movie, the sequel, and then how are you going to continue it with the, so I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's they're like, Hey, you just make that really good movie. And here we go. Now I just, yeah. <laughs> In typical the Warner brothers fashion, let's run it into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they are contracted to do the DC movies, so they they know all about ruining things. So Jimmy, oh, so oh, man, so before we get off topic and talk about other films, we're gonna go ahead and thank our Patreon members, and those members are Leslie Murphy, Vicky and David Ingblum, Dustin Clark, Bobby Saravanera, Angela Marie. Little Thrusty, Danny Galwin, Carl Robbins, and Dylan Painter. I want to thank everybody for your support. And if you want to become a Patreon member and check out all the benefits that we offer over there, go to patreon.com slash digital to see all that. Okay, so let's get into some off-topic movies. Jimmy, what's a movie that you're excited about seeing that's coming out? So it's, I mean, I have to say it. I mean, I saw like a thousand trailers for it. And it's like, at first I was like, am I in the right movie theater? Because everything was like up coming next 007. And I was like, am I, am I in the right movie theater? I really want to see it. I've been a huge, been a huge bond fan since I was a kid. I mean, that's like one thing my dad and I like bonded over, which is not meant to be a pun, but you got one anyways, so I'm just excited for it. I know it's Craig's last one, and I'm going to definitely uh, see it um, eventually. So yeah, that's, that's why I want to see it. I'm definitely Good. looking forward to it. Wasn't there here talk of uh, Henry Cavill being the next James Bond? Or someone I think he wants turned him it down, though. Something. Yeah, I think he turned yeah, it down. Yeah, I thought he down, turned though. it down. Yeah. And so did uh, Idris Alba. He, they wanted him to do it. Now they're talking about going in the direction of it being a female Bond. So... I mean, me. I mean that's that's the way Hollywood's going. Let's just roll reversal gender oh, everything. Oh, you don't you don't want to hear my hot take, probably. What's the hot take? Give it to me. So I have nothing wrong with people wanting to do that. What I think that they should do though is they should just branch out into the Bond universe and like explore different double O's. Like you don't need to change double O seven, but you can make like double O nine or like double O six. Double O six. There's like so much more lore. <laughs> that you can do in this thing. Like, why are you just focusing on like, that's like my biggest thing with the bond films. Like you can go out into the bond universe. You just don't have to talk about like 007 the whole time. So I don't know. That's, that's always been my take on it. See, and my take with that also is like in the, the realm of comic book characters is don't change the character make a new character you're in the realm of superhero movies yet we just take like thor Thor's going to be a female they changed it in the thing it's jane foster now she's new thor and the thor love and thunder coming out uh iron man's a female now um 
don't change the character to fit the agenda. Make a new character. It's yeah. easy. I mean, especially it, now 007, that's another one that you can, like you said, go into the whole thing. I know there are some movies that they're role reversing that you can't really, like uh, the new Splash movie coming out with uh, Chan Tatum and stuff. It's a remake of Tom Hanks's Splash where it's role reversed. Now Chan Tatum's the mermaid. Uh, we talked about that before. That kind of stuff I, I don't I don't care for. I mean, yeah. the the Ghostbusters. The female Ghostbusters never watched it, didn't care for it. Um, there's some people in there that I don't like or find funny. Um, excited about the new Ghostbusters, though. That, Man. That, one's, oh, that one so looks good. really good. What about you, Dylan? What do you got uh, that you want to see? Man, uh, I got uh, we got the Eternals coming out. I'm really Ooh. excited to see the Eternals because I have not read any comics about the Eternals. I know nothing of them. So... Um, I, of course, I'm excited about that. And then we've also got... What was it? Uh, no, the Eternals. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about Spider-Man because everybody's talking about Spider-Man. Um, say, you're... <laughs> Spider-Man. Right, well, we'll talk about it in December. You know, We'll talk about it in December. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the Eternals. And dang it, dude, there was something in... There's something at Alamo that I saw that um, I was kind of looking looking forward to, but um, mainly what what's been on my mind is I'm about to get my tickets. Like I said, for the Eternals, it comes out two yeah two weekends, November fourth. So, um, well, we'll that, see if uh, it wins the uh, poll on the pod on the Patreon. Right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not excited. Anyway. I'm not. I'm not excited about it. Well, that's what really? I'm saying. It, uh, I will. I, if it wins the poll, I will go watch it. And wow, I'm like, mm. super! That's been like I think that might be the most, uh, the one I'm most excited about as far as like Marvel movies. I think is the Eternals. Maybe it's the trailer. Yeah. I I don't. The trailer did nothing for me. Did not excite me to want to see that movie. But I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll see it, and it's like, yeah, you never know. Kind of like carnage where i thought it was going to be awesome but uh is that the only one you can uh that you're excited to see you find that yeah, one that you I, I think so no i'm pretty sure that's um that's really it um, so there's a couple okay yeah 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 go ahead so i i just saw the trailer for jake gyllenhaal's new movie ambulance if you have not seen that trailer yet check that out that made you that, want to see that movie oh my goodness i think i think it looks really <laughs> oh interesting oh my goodness dude you don't you don't you don't think so no i think i, th a, I think that's gonna be a that's gonna be a, a flop? thumbs down for me my friend i don't know i think that's gonna flop i'm i'm kind of excited to see uncharted because yeah. I, I i liked the game and i i like tom holland and mark Wahlberg, so i think they're gonna do a good combo um, I didn't watch that. the trailer yet. No? Ooh, you have to. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. I've never played any Uncharted games, so I don't I don't know. I, mean, I played Avengers. Avengers. That might be good. That yeah. might be good, so to, good. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, Red looks super, super interesting. Um, uh, Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, and Gal Gadot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that looks that looks interesting. I'm I'm excited to see that one. 
I watched. Did I watch? I haven't watched anything in a while. I haven't got to sit down and. Uh, my wife yeah, just same. started uh, season two of Lock and Key. Mm-hmm. I have Starting I didn't today. I didn't watch the first one so I don't I, I haven't watched the I first heard, season. I heard good things. I didn't see any of it yet, but I heard really good things. I did finish Mass uh, Midnight Mass. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time getting through that. That was a good series. I but liked it's it. Good though, it's good though. But I'm just like, I just know I'm like, oh, I gotta sit down. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I think it was a very, very interesting. Uh, a lot of it I called from the get-go. Um, so, I mean, it's not like it's super surprising. I mean, it might surprise some people. Me, I called it from the get-go. How many episodes you on, Jimmy? I only have two more left. Okay, so you see the old lady at the beginning and then the way she is now. Mm-hmm. Like I called that from the very first episode where it showed her. I even told my wife, I'm like, why? she's makeup. It's, there's... It's obvious she's makeup, and she's like, "Why would they do that?" I'm like, um, "They're probably going to age reverse her." I mean, that's the only reason I can think of why you would make up somebody that's young. Mm-hmm. Um, so called that, uh, called the 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 Reverend from yeah, I th- that I think one. the second or third episode. Yeah, so I mean, not not unpredictable, but a really good show. Uh, I haven't seen much of anything else. I started watching brand new cherry flavor on Netflix. It's a mini series. It looks uh, it's, weird. Yeah, it's very spooky and freaky. And uh, another show that similar to Midnight Mass, you're like, man, we're like, are we gonna get there? Are we gonna get there? <laughs> but it's uh, but the visuals are keeping me going with it. So, and I really like the story so far. I'm gonna have to check that one out. I haven't I haven't seen that one. I don't get on Netflix very often. Unless I don't either. Just once in a while, I'll be like, oh, my God, I got an extra free hour. I'm going to watch a TV show. Same. That's exactly what I did Friday after I got off work. And I was like, oh, man, uh, I uh, I started watching Inside Job, an animated show on Netflix. And I, it's definitely one that uh, it's probably going to be put on that monitor right after this podcast as we as I do some work. So nice. um, I really like good. I think Netflix does really good shows. I really do. I mean, yeah, I finished Squid Game. That was that was uh, interesting. It's uh, not so not so hot right now anymore. You know, it it was blowing up there a couple weeks <laughs> I was ago. Gonna say, yeah, it fizzled out quick. It did fizzle out quick, but I mean, it it's a TV show. I mean, it uh, there was a few things in it that I was like, they never answered that. Like, what the you know? I don't know. There were some things that I was like, whoa, bro, they mentioned this and never went back to it. And uh, but I mean, other than that, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good show. I thought it was. It was pretty cool. If they come out with a second season, I'd watch it. Nice. I don't. I, I don't think I've seen every episode. I've gotten. I've got episodes from here and there. Um, yeah. It, 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 awesome concept. Definitely a good yeah. concept. It I was, take it. I, I took it as like a metaphor to the real world. Like, um, there's an episode where a doctor is cheating, and uh, he, like the guy, the host, is like, you know, we're sorry. Uh, that you've faced this unfairness. You have to face that in the real world. We don't want it here. And I was like, dude, it's right. Some people literally have an advantage just because of what they know in the real world. And so I, I don't know. I I was, you know me, James, I'm always looking for a deeper, like what they're trying to say. Oh yeah. And, uh, 
Yeah. So let's uh, talk about some movie news. I think this needs to be addressed. We've all heard it. We all know what happened. We don't know what happened, um, but we have our suspicions. Alec Baldwin. Incident. Shot and killed Mm -hmm. the director of photography on their independent film, Rust, and and injured the director. So you guys got any thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. Terrible. I think it's I think it's a terrible thing and I think it's even worse the fact that this could have been easily preventable and one of the big things is there is there was a walkout on that film which is what caused this and one of the main sticking points in their write up they did was unsafe gun conditions. Yep. Like so it's just like this not mm. only could this have been prevented from like just day 1 of like just understanding your props and like why is there ever live ammunition like you don't need it Mm -hmm. like why is that like you don't need that like you're at a studio like why and it's like it could have again been not prevented again if we would have just listened to these people that have like really like deep deep concerns about it and well see what happens unfortunately yeah you've educated me i did not know i didn't know that there was a walkout i didn't know that um yeah, I, I didn't know that that was even a thing. And so uh, knowing that now, that definitely makes me think, oh, like. Yeah, it was you know, six that, uh, It was six union workers walked out um, because of the safety issue, and then they hired six non-union workers, and then this happened. Um, I, I, I can't stand Alec Baldwin. I not a fan of him as a person um i did like a lot of his acting growing up uh beetlejuice he was awesome um 30 rock awesome show yeah. i mean he's funny he's yeah. he's he's a good actor as a person i can't stand him i would never ever wish this upon anybody um no. because that is it's it's horrible but on the other side i feel like alec baldwin deserved it from what he i don't know if you've ever seen or if you followed the like so back in the day when dick cheney shot somebody when he was hunting the crap the crap that alec baldwin posted about how can you accidentally kill somebody you should go to prison blah 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 like just mean tweets and everything about what happened so i feel like it was karma just i mean it should have never happened in the first place but i feel like it it may put Alec Baldwin in his place to where, he, like, maybe humble him a little bit. Maybe I'm hoping for right. some humbleness coming out of the situation yeah. for him because of what what happened. But I mean, yeah, it's definitely, very, it's very unfortunate that this man's wake up call in his sixties needs to be because he killed somebody on accident. Yeah, on accident, but, man. But like, it's you know, super unfortunate. he's he's not a great person and he's not a great person to work for. And it's evident in like the conditions that these workers were talking about and it's evident in his actions. And I think it's time that like, you know, just take this on a more of a macro scale. Maybe we start listening to people a little bit more when they talk about like mm-hmm. what they're actually like working in and dealing with. Cause I yep. would say like 90% of the time people have like valid concerns. Oh yeah. And, uh, right. Yeah, definitely. On a set, it, there's so much going on, and I think every, like you said, everybody's voice should be heard of what 
their opinions or what what you think is going on if you may if you've got concerns definitely follow through with those um i know a lot of people are asking why in our day and age do we still need prop guns that can shoot live ammo um i know it, i'm 50 50 there because you really do get that the feel of the gun and the the the, right. the like for realness of the scene being able to shoot and it pop off like a like a like a pop gun or cap gun like when we were younger and stuff um but on the other side we shoot our low budget films we have guns that are blowback but you can't put any ammo in them like there's there's no clip or anything there's no magazine you can't do anything like that so I'm fifty fifty because you do get the realness of it, but you also can get away with the ones that just blow back and don't have anything that you can put in them because ninety percent of the muzzle flash and everything is CG. But I mean, you do yeah. get the little you do get the little pop where they the the editor can like line up and know when to put it, but it can be done without it. So. My thing is, is maybe because I grew up around guns, but there is such a noticeable difference between live ammo and blanks. Yep. There is such a noticeable difference, and it's like, it blows my... I just, like, I can't, for the life of me, think why there was ever live ammo on that set. Like, somebody just brought yeah. their gun... This is exactly how I think it Somebody brought their gun from home, and they used it on set. There wasn't any type of, like, spot checks or, like, clearing it. Somebody just brought in a gun, yep. and they didn't check it at all. Well, see, and uh, some people, I don't, some people are speculating that it, uh, because it's Alec Baldwin, um, and it was a female cinematographer, uh, something going on there, but uh, yeah, but it should, yeah, like you said, there's a big difference between the two, um, and it it, it shouldn't have happened. A lot of people are saying, oh yeah, it's what happened with uh, the Brandon Lee um, in uh, The Crow. But it's not. It's not it's not the same because this was live ammunition. It was an actual bullet on set here. Um and the crow, Brandon actually it was a blank, but it lodged sideways and when it popped it actually projected it out. So it was not meant to. This was um I, I don't think this it was, was meant like, to either, but it was right. It was definitely live that happened. Definitely, but definitely like said, Jimmy. Yeah, like Jimmy said, why was there ever live ammunition on the set? Mm-hmm. Yep. Just there's no unacceptable. I mean, I, I mean yeah, I I really agree with you. I, I mean, I'm not a professional. I, I don't, you know, but Alec Baldwin and that and that cat and that uh, team is, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Will Smith released a video. Yeah. Will Smith released a video um, because he was on set of a movie once, too, and they were playing with they were going through and everything. And a guy picked up the prop gun and had it pointed at everybody. And as he did that, Will Smith slapped it away, took it from him, opened up the thing, told him, this is what you do. You check, slide it back. check." Like he did it. And it's like, man, unsafe, unsafe. Like he was telling him that it was like, I mean, so. They, yeah. There are people that are trained to do it. Why it wasn't here, I don't know. I still don't know how he shot two people. Like how? I was wondering the same thing. Like how do you shoot 
and killed the first person, but then injured the second person. Injure somebody uh, else. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, did you get multiple shots? I, I don't know. I, it's, it's a sad, sad story. Right. Um, let's get into something a little lighter, and that is, yeah, let's do oh, that. my God, have you heard that they're making a Barbie movie? Live-action Barbie movie. Oh, man, look at the time. Got to go, boys. <laughs> I was literally about to say, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I did not know that. That's uh, yeah. what a waste of camera battery. Yep. So they're cat- they casted Margot Robbie as Barbie. Oh, no. And Ryan Gosling as Ken. So apparently it's greenlit. I'm disappointed in her. <laughs> uh Whatever, whatever pays the bills, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, so I figure, mm-hmm. I figure we can light note on that and uh, end it with a oh horrible movie that they're gonna. I Jeez. don't know. Maybe, Why? maybe it's amazing. Maybe it's gonna be the greatest movie of the year. The yeah. story would just be um, phenomenal. I mean, they've had almost a hundred yeah. years of story that they can go. Sometimes by. you just have to go right. and go. You know what? Maybe not. Like, no. yeah, someone should have been like, um, you know, like, do we have any ideas on the Barbie thing? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about no? Yeah. yeah. Like, how about we don't do it, boss? How about we don't, well, about we the, don't do that? The funny thing is, is we're all, we all sit here and we talk about, man, can they just make a movie they haven't made yet? Everything's a freaking remake. They just keep remaking movies. Do we have any ideas that are not remakes? And then they come out with one they haven't made yet. And then we're like... Uh, let's go back to making remakes. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, yep, I think there's a movie that has prefer, not been remade yet. I, I just think that a Furby movie <laughs> over a Barbie movie. Well, I just think there needs to be more films. So I don't think like I think there needs to be more films with like original IP. Yes, is what like so like Barbie is a toy. Barbie, there's a Barbie universe. Like they have a story to pull pull yeah, from. I, I think right. that like there needs to be like more like original like IP. Like make a new like villain or make a new kind of like universe but But that's so being in the film and i mean we've talked about we need to sit down and we need to collab and we need to talk Mm -hmm. about ideas that is the hardest thing i believe to do right now is to come up with something that has not been done because movies have been around for so many years Mm -hmm. i like i mean you could put a new twist on something that's been done but i I truly believe that it is very hard to make an original movie now. Yeah, I agree. Like I, like I can't even think of a movie in the past. I'm, I'm 38. Uh, the years that have not, they haven't made that they made an original movie that hasn't had some concept or idea of another movie. Yep. Can you think of? Can you think of anything that's no that has any originality to it? I would say the cl- and I know it maybe not, but it's like malignant. That was like a different take on like an actual like paranormal type movie. Now those yeah. movies have have up and done, but I think the actual like character themselves was a very like original. Oh original, yeah, like yeah. But other I mean, than there's that, a lot like, of those. Yeah, but I don't think there's like one movie that's like completely original from start to finish. I mean, I would love to see it. I'd right, love because, to be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would love I mean, to see. I mean, that's human it. nature to to want to mimic something in slight way, even if it's not mimic, but get that inspiration to mm-hmm. want to make. You know, something made George Lucas want to make Star Wars. Something Dude. made George R. R. Tolkien want to write Lord <laughs> of the Rings. You know, I, I've, 
Oh, Dune, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dune, yeah. Dune, Dune, Dune yeah. and Lucas want to write. Yeah, he read, he read that book, and he's like, oh, man. This so what made movie. Herbert want to write Dune? The Bible. The Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that uh, there, there was a quote out there. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it's do because people are concerned about copying people and doing like i know that's a big thing uh with the youtube channel is copying other people and their content but the thing is is it's everything is a copy of something it's just made different like you you're pulling the inspiration from it get inspired by it and make it your own it's hard I would say, and now I think I'm on a different side of this than most, maybe, as far as like also being a content creator myself and like making videos like the rest of us here, I think like you're going to make videos that are similar to other people's videos. Like you're never going to not be able to do that. But I think like as long as you bring like you into the video mm-hmm. and you make it like a, like if you just directly rip off somebody, like that's not okay. But if you have an idea, you're like, oh, that's cool. I'm just going to rewrite it. I'm going to take it and I'm going to act it in my own way. I think that's fine. You're right. I'm just going to copy every single one of low mode media's films. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure if we sat down and looked at all, all of ours, I could be like, oh, I watched, I watched something there that made me think of that. That's why I wrote yep. that. Or, oh, yep. I thought of this. Oh, yeah. That's why I wrote that. So, yep. like, you're, we are what we watch episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Always. He says that um, I watch Riverdale. That was my favorite yeah. part. It was super funny. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, we're going to uh, end it here. That is all the time that we have today. So we're going to let Jimmy plug away. Good, sir. Oh, you're going to let me plug. Nice. Do a little plug here. So you can find Lomo Media over on YouTube. Uh, We post a video moving forward every Friday, hopefully starting next year. We'll actually hit that every Friday. We do different content, IRL, scripted. uh, And then, as I said earlier in this podcast, we have our first quote short film coming out this uh, weekend. Hopefully it's called Open Window. Excited for that one. Um, currently editing it right now, so we'll see if it makes it. And you can find our at the movies and after the movies wherever you stream your podcast, wherever you listen to this one, you can find us as well. We'll be talking about Dune in two weeks, so you can hear it all over again. <laughs> yes, <laughs> awesome. And Mr. Badger over there, plug away. Uh, you guys can find me at Facebook Gaming and, and Twitch, uh, Double O Badger. It's uh, we. I've really become a huge variety gamer. Um, I'm I'm saying to hell with the algorithm. I'm doing what I want. And uh, yeah, a lot of spooky games right now. We will be doing a, a cosplay. I've got a character that I've made based off of something that I like. Uh, so you guys be checking into the streams this week. I think you'll you'll like it. Every stream I'll be in costume and I'm going to try to stay in character. I'm going to try. It probably won't happen, but, um, yeah, check me out there. Um, follow me on all the socials that I don't ever post on. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There's a ton of incentive. I feel you there. Uh, yeah. And, uh, film core digital can be found on YouTube main platform that we're focusing on, but, uh, also Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, um, not building much over there, but I, I think we'll start, uh, TikTok, Filmcore Digital's starting a TikTok. We're going to get back into the groove of things. It's been a little, little uh, stressful lately, but we're gonna try to really push it. 
everybody's links that are here today are going to be in the description of this video. And if you're just listening, they're going to be in there too. So definitely go check everybody out. And until the uh, next week, we will catch you later. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely, this should be, man. Golly. This should be. If, if, if Jimmy didn't already have his, his thing. <laughs>